The Healthy Golf Podcast, episode 27, with your host, Dr. Joe O. Welcome to the Healthy Golf Podcast, a podcast designed to help you transform your golf game and your life. Join your host, Dr. Joe O, as he chats with experts on all things golf performance to keep you feeling great and playing your best on and off the course. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Healthy Golf Podcast. Today, I'm just going to be doing a solo episode. I released an episode early, late last week, before the Masters. It was another edition of the Monthly Mash with myself and Andrew. If you haven't listened to that episode, go ahead, take a listen. We talk all things regarding the Masters. I'm sure at this point, you already know the outcome of the Masters, as Dustin Johnson put on a straight-up clinic for us to watch and he just dominated Augusta. We'll see if he can repeat in another five months when uh, hopefully we have the Masters in mid-April like we normally do. Uh, But like I said, today is just going to be a solo episode with just me, and I wanted to talk about morning routines, uh, why they are so important, how they can really help you get a hold of your day and really launch you to be successful and have a lot of control and be effective throughout the day. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have heard that morning routines can be really important, especially to setting the tone for the day. Hopefully, you already have a well-put routine in place, Um, but if you don't, maybe your routine could be a little bit better. Uh, Also, maybe you just need to institute a routine because unfortunately, waking up, you know, hitting the snooze alarm a few times, waking up, looking at your phone, scrolling, and then rushing out the door quickly to get to work or whatever it is you have to do is not going to be great at setting yourself up for success later in the day, which compounds over time. So like I said, setting a morning routine can be really helpful, right? This could be the deal breaker that helps get your day started on the right foot. And it could be the difference between a very successful and productive day compared to a very sluggish and distracted day. Not only can a morning routine do those things for you, but it can also help you feel more calm and also more in control. And the importance of just setting up a routine like this is that one, it helps you create habits, right? And then once you get used to doing this routine, it just becomes habit and becomes automatic, making you not even have to think about it. Initially, when you first start setting a morning routine, you're going to have to spend some time thinking about it. You're going to have to fight through some uncomfortable feelings because this is not typical for you. And it's going to hopefully make you grow and go a little bit out of your comfort zone. But if you continuously work on doing these things that take you out of your comfort zone and make you grow as a person, not only is this going to help you in your morning routine and and all those other benefits that I had talked about earlier, um, but it will also help you through other instances in your life. And just like golf, routines can be really helpful. I'm sure that you have a routine before you have your, you know, you tee off or your approach shot or even before you putt. Right, And we see all of the professional players on tour have their own specific routine before they tee off, when they're putting, all of those things. And every single one of them is different from another. And those are the things that help them get into a state of focus and clarity that can help them execute while they're on the golf course. And doing these same things can help you execute throughout the day and really, like I said, set you up for success. 
So what are going to be some things that can help you create a good morning routine and be successful and really start your day on the right foot, right? So I'm sure if you've heard or looked into this at all, there's, you know, everyone quotes successful people and a lot of people, successful people supposedly get up early, right? But I know for a lot of us that that's not possible. And I would agree that there are two different types of people. There are early risers and there are night owls. And in a book by Daniel Pink called When, where he talks about the two different types of people, in fact, he goes into three, um, but most people will probably most fit into an, an early riser or a night owl, basically. And all that says is that when you are up early in the morning, if you're an early riser, that's most likely when you're going to be most productive and have your greatest ability to get high level tasks done. Or as a night owl does really well with getting high level tasks done late at night. And there's nothing wrong with either of these personalities or types basically, but take advantage of your uh, type, whether that's an early riser or a night owl. And I'm sure there are, you know, there's not one or the other. There's definitely going to be a flow in between of each, right? So figure out what works best for you. I personally am an early riser. I always have been my entire life. And I find that it's very helpful for me to get up early. It allows me to just get some things done that I wouldn't otherwise be able to get done. But if you're a night owl, you know, get some of those things done at night. If you're more productive at that time, there's nothing wrong with that, but you have to find what works best for you. That's the first thing in terms of optimizing your time and setting your routine in the morning. The other thing I would say is that some of us don't typically get up in quote unquote the morning. Um, some of us work late night shifts and your morning might be at two o'clock in the afternoon, right? It doesn't really matter when you're getting up. It's still your morning routine. And by morning routine, I'm talking about basically when you get out of bed to, you know, when you're leaving your house to go to work, essentially. This can obviously vary as people do different things when they wake up. Obviously, some may wake up, go to the gym, come back home and then go to work. Some people may go to the gym and then go straight to work from there. Um, some people may not even go to the gym. They may work out at home. They may not work out in the morning. It, it all depends. But typically, I would say to keep things generalized, most people get up in the morning and then they do their thing and then they get ready and then they go to work. So that's kind of what I would say your morning routine is or definition of for right now, just to keep it for simplicity's sake. So after figuring out if you are an early riser or a night owl and optimizing your schedule for that, I would definitely say that one of the best things that most people, that everyone should do when they first get up is drink water. Now, in the morning, you should be drinking about 25% of your total water consumption for the day. So the question might be, how much water am I supposed to drink for the day? If you're not sure, just take your body weight, divide it in half. So for example, let's say you're 200 pounds, half of that would be 100 pounds. So you should be drinking 100 ounces of water per day. That is just on a regular day where you're not working out or doing anything along those lines. If you're training or going out for a round of golf, you're definitely going to be need to be drinking more. So let's just say it's a normal day. You're not working out or training or you're not playing golf. So you only need to be drinking 100 ounces of water if you're a 200 pound person. 
So that would mean 25% of your daily intake for the day would be 25 ounces of water. So first thing in the morning, you should be drinking 25 ounces of water. It doesn't have to be the moment you get out of bed, but I would try to get it in within the first 20 minutes of you waking up. Now, what is this going to do? One, you are becoming dehydrated through hopefully the seven to eight hours of sleep that you got the night before. Just by breathing and exhaling, you're losing a lot of water. Also, you're obviously not putting any water in your body because you're asleep. Second, you're going to really kickstart your day by putting that water into your body. It's going to get a lot of things inside of your body ready to wake up and start going, kind of quote-unquote kickstart your metabolism and really get things moving um, instead of waiting to slog down your cup of coffee. Now, I would definitely try to do this before you get any coffee or tea in, any along those lines, because... Caffeine can obviously dehydrate you, but it will block any water absorption or make it less effective um, than if you didn't drink that water beforehand. So make sure that you drink your water before you have any coffee or tea. Also, do not count any of your coffee or tea or anything else other than water um, towards your total water consumption. I know those things have water in them, but we're looking for just pure water, okay? So the next recommendation that I would have and strongly recommend, which is really hard, including for myself, is to not check your phone for any notifications after you get up. I know a lot of us have gotten rid of your standard analog or digital alarm clock, and we mainly use our phones as our alarm clock to get up in the morning. And that makes it really easy for us to just immediately stay in bed and start scrolling on our phones, which if you build that into your routine to get things done, then it may not necessarily be a bad thing. However, it's really easy for you to see that red notification bubble along alongside of an app and start scrolling through there and just kind of get lost track of time. Or it's really easy for you to go into your email and start answering emails or you know, just going through and deleting spam emails, things like things along that nature that you know are not going to be beneficial to helping you be productive in the morning and get things done and out of the way so you can have a productive day. So as best as you possibly can, try to not look at any notifications as soon as you get up in the morning, basically. Again, that's going to be really hard and it's going to take a lot of discipline to work on that and to get that into a habit but I'm telling you it will save you time and will allow you to get more things done and, again, just get a better jump on the day. So after that, the next thing that I would definitely recommend, which I have found to be super helpful, is to prep things the night before to allow your morning to be easier. Now, by that, I mean trying to reduce or eliminate as much decision fatigue as possible. Now, it may not seem like much, But decision fatigue is real, and the more decisions that you have to make throughout the day, regardless of how important they are or how not important they are, takes a toll on your mental bandwidth. And throughout the day, the more decisions you have to make, the more fatigue that your mind is in having to make decisions, right? So it becomes harder and more difficult to make decisions later in the day. 
So if you can eliminate really simple decisions that you would have to make in the morning, your life will be easier later in the day. You'll have more clarity and a little bit clearer mind to make decisions and be more efficient and productive as well. So what can you do to do this? So real simple, it's going to sound kind of crazy, but you're going to pretend like you're back in grade school again for the most part. And what you're going to do is one thing that you can do to really eliminate some really simple decision fatigue is lay out the clothes that you're going to wear the next day. You may feel like you're in second grade again, or you, you know, you're laying your, your clothes out for your kids so they can uh, dress appropriately for school, but this will help eliminate any decision that you will have to make in the morning. So by just laying out your clothes and saying, all right, well, this is what I'm going to wear tomorrow, you don't have to think about that or make that decision in the morning. Making it that much easier for you to just not have to process something and you're like, okay, well, here's my clothes. We don't put them on. Done. Same thing would be like getting your coffee ready the night before, right? Put the coffee grinds in the machine, put the water in, set the alarm so it can automatically do that if you have a coffee maker that does that. If you don't, be ready. Like put the cake up in there, have your coffee mug underneath there. So all you have to do is power it on, press it down, and then hit a button, right? Um, Those are all things that are going to be helpful. Another thing that's super helpful that I think can cause a lot of stress for people is if you're able to, right? Something simple as just like putting the trash out the night before. Say you have trash day the next day. Don't wait till the morning of to put the trash out, right? Because odds are you may forget one, you probably you might be rushing out the door because you don't have a good morning routine set, right? And now you have to run back. You just notice as you're walking out to your car that all the other trash cans are out and you're like, oh crap, I got to put my trash out. So you run back, go grab that, do that. Now you're even more late than what you anticipated all because you didn't take some time the night before to make those simple decisions to you know make your morning easier. Another thing that could be really helpful for reducing or eliminating decision fatigue in the morning is getting your lunch ready, right? Hopefully you're bringing your lunch and you're not buying lunch out every day just to help you help yourself save some money and just be healthier overall. But, you know, get your lunch ready in the morning, put it in all of its containers. And if you're able to put it in your lunch bag, right in the fridge. So then all you have to do is open the fridge and grab it and go. You don't even have to put it in the bag, right? Um, Those are all simple things that you can do in the morning to help reduce and or eliminate as much decision fatigue as possible so you can have a clear mind throughout the day. One of the last things that I think is really important for you to have a really successful morning routine, again, begins at nighttime, and that is uh, setting yourself up for success to have a great night of sleep. So that includes, to try to not get too in-depth here, but includes trying to reduce as much blue light as possible and blue light it comes from all electronic devices so trying to minimize that as much as possible at least 30 minutes before you go to bed Uh, the other thing i would suggest is that your room to be totally black as much as you possibly can so try to cover up any kind of lights or you know any ambient lights from any kind of devices that might be on in your room at night that will help you also get a better night's sleep and another tip to help you get another a, a better night's sleep is to have your room be fairly cool. Um, there's some variations, but people suggest having your room set to be 68 degrees or cooler at night. That will help you get a better night's sleep. And if you're able to get a better night's sleep, 
obviously, hopefully you will feel refreshed when you get up in the morning and that will allow you to just take on the day in addition to this morning routine and then go from there. Now, what I would say is that not every morning routine is going to look the same. And in the research that I have done in just morning routines and looking at successful people who have morning routines, the best thing that seems to hold on is simple and effective techniques and strategies that work for you. You don't need to model your morning routine after Steve Jobs or Jeff Bezos or whoever you consider to be successful because their morning routine and what works for them may not work for you, right? But it should be very simple and easy to follow because otherwise you're not going to follow through and hold on to this routine, right? I definitely do think that there are certain qualities of your morning routine that you should mimic after successful people. Again, a lot of people get up early, A lot of people work out in the morning, successful people meditate, successful people, you know, have a gratitude journal or kind of give thanks in some sort of way. Other people like to do different things, but those are the main things that I have found in my research that successful people do in their morning routine to help get their day started. Again, should your routine be exactly like someone else's? Of course not, because it's never going to work. And again, you're different from them. So what works for them is not going to necessarily work for you. Now, I would say is that give everything a try at least once or for at least a week to see how it goes. Not everyone is going to do well with meditation. You may not think that meditation is going to be helpful, but have you ever done it? Have you ever tried it? Because if you haven't ever done it or tried it, at least give it a shot, right? Give it a shot for at least a week and see how it goes. You may find that you really enjoy it and that you like it and helps clear your mind and give you a little bit more clarity throughout the day. Same thing as yoga, right? Um, If you've never done yoga, don't don't poo-poo it, right? Give it a shot. Give it a try for a week and see how that goes. Um, Same thing as like having a gratitude journal. If you've never done or had uh, some time to give some gratitude or some thanks for the things in your life, do it. Try it for a week. See how it goes. If you find that it's not helpful or doesn't add any value, you can at least say that you've tried it and that it's not helpful for you, right? But I would say at least give it a shot and see how it goes because otherwise you're never going to know if it's helpful. So hopefully all of this has been helpful in learning a little bit more about morning routines and hopefully you learned why that they can be really helpful in helping set your day on the right foot help you become more successful, more productive, less stress in your life, and just feel a little bit more in power. I know this episode is a little bit on the shorter side, but I just wanted to come on and again, give a quick episode out this week because I released uh, technically this week's episode a little, a little early last week because I wanted it to be out before the Masters went out since that's what Andrew and I mainly talked about was the Masters. So hopefully everyone has a great start to this week. As always, uh, if you guys have any suggestions on podcast guests, topics, or have any questions that you'd like to have answered regarding golf, fitness, health, nutrition, anything, anything at all for me and Andrew during our monthly mash, please uh, shoot them over to us via Instagram, Facebook. You can definitely do that in our Facebook group called Healthy Golf Tea to Green and Beyond. The link to join that group, which is completely free, is in the show notes. 
you guys have not already downloaded the nine free workouts resource that I've put together, please do that. I think it's a great resource at least to get you started, especially if you uh, have a lot of time or not a lot of time. There's something in there for everyone from just completely bodyweight workouts to if you have every piece of equipment in the world, there's a workout in there for you. Um, You can download that in the show notes as well. The link for that will be in there. Um, But as always, I am endlessly grateful and thankful for you guys for downloading and listening to the show. If you haven't already, I would love for you to subscribe, uh, rate and review the show and just share it with some friends or anyone you think would benefit from this episode or this show in general. That just helps us get found a little bit more and seen a little bit more so we can help more people. Until next time, thank you so much again for listening. Keep working hard, keep striving for excellence, because when you feel great, you golf great.